Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. This is Dr. Lee Warren, and I am grateful to be with you today. It is September 1st, 2023. It's hard to believe that it's actually September. Listen, if you were around last year for September, we did 30 good decisions. We did this idea that, hey, we've been talking about all in August, and we did Action April, we did Mind Change March, and maybe that's a little too much. And maybe for September, a better idea would be just to, to try to make 30 good decisions. Look at the areas of your life where you seem to be frustrated or stuck, or you have the same recurring issues. And just make a good decision each day around one of those issues. Like try to get a little more active or spend a little bit less money or be in a little bit better place in your relationships or your faith or whatever. And we had this concept of 30 good decisions. And I'm going to give you that episode back here in a few days just as a, a reference. I'll, I'll re-release it. It's, it's archived right now. And by the way, if you're new here, there there are a couple of different ways that you can engage with the podcast and the newsletter. There's the free subscription where you get podcasts almost every day. You get the newsletter, the self-brain surgery newsletter every Sunday that we've been doing every week since 2014. And God has blessed us to not miss a week in all that time. And it's grown and people all over the world are engaging with this community. But there's also a paid level and the paid subscribers will get at least once a week a video that nobody else gets doing some special episodes. And I know I've, I've promised you a couple of weeks in a row now that we're going to do a book club for the paid subscribers for Hope is the First Dose. And that scheduling-wise hasn't worked out yet for a number of reasons, but we are going to do that. And I'll stay tuned and I'll give you dates. And the other thing I want to... so. Just to finish that thought, the paid subscribers get some stuff, including the archive. Everything past 90 days old gets archived behind the paywall. And so the paid subscribers have access to everything that's ever been out there. And so you can go back and look at last September. The episode actually aired on August 31st, the 30 Good Decisions episode. And you can go back and find that and, and listen to it and get the ideas that we talked about last year. But to this year for September, I'm going to do something a little different with you. We're going to go deeper into the neuroscience science of how we actually change our minds. We're going to look at what happens in your brain when you try to engage with a new idea or a new habit or a new pattern. We're going to understand the ways that our brains change every day. Because one thing that you need to understand clearly is what got you here to this place on this day, listening to this podcast, being frustrated with certain aspects of your life or being stuck in grief or hurting over the massive thing that's happening in your family or worried about the future or whatever it is that got you here to decide to listen to me today won't get you to the place that you really want to be tomorrow. If, you're, if your heart is telling you, if God is calling you, if your spirit is saying, if you're not a believer, if your brain is telling you you're frustrated and that you need to make steps to make something different happen in your life or to find a new path forward towards hope, then what got you here to this place is not what's going to get you to that next place. So it's time to make some changes so that we can actually stop just thinking about making these changes and changing our lives. It's time to get them done. I always say on every episode of the podcast, you'll hear me say, in just a minute, I'll say it again. I don't script it out, but it just always happens. I say, let's get after it. Like, it's time to go. It's go time. There's a, there's a point in time when you have to get out of the plane and pull the parachute and, and get after it and go, right? And so we always say, let's get after it. And that's today. We're going to relook at September 1st. And instead of 30 good decisions, we're going to understand this one concept that I've realized over the course of my life, and I bet that you've realized over the course of your life too, that we keep 
starting new stuff or we keep trying new things or we keep engaging with a new pattern and we don't go very far with it and we get frustrated and we quit. This is why I don't like New Year's resolutions very much, by the way, because most people abandon them within a couple of weeks because it gets hard. And so we find ourselves saying, that didn't work for me and that doesn't work for me. But we don't ever think about the fact that the things we are doing are also not working for us or we wouldn't want to change them. And so the things that we are doing are being successful in keeping us stuck where we are. And so we're recognizing, if if we're smart, we'll be introspective and we'll recognize that what got us here, that the patterns, behaviors, experiences, relationships, thought processes, all those things won't get us where we actually want to go. And so what I would say to you is if you can look around and you can see that there's evidence that certain patterns of behavior produce better fruit or better results than the ones you've been engaging with. Here's an example. If you're really out of shape, okay, and you can look at somebody else who was really out of shape and they got in shape, and you can compare them to you. You can say, what did they do differently than I did? They didn't just work out once and decide it was too hard. They didn't go to the, buy a gym membership and go a couple of times and then not go again. All of us have done that. Most of us have done that. They actually went to the gym. <laughs> they actually got back on the road. They ran. They went to the treadmill. They, they did the thing. And they kept doing it over and they got better at it and they got in shape. So you can test out this idea that there are patterns, there are things, there are activities, there are thought processes that will produce the results that you want. And so for September, instead of making 30 good decisions, let's just, let's be good scientists. Let's be good self-brain surgeons. And let's test out some ideas and give them enough time and enough reps to see if they're actually going to work or not for us. How does that sound? Let's try it out. So today we're going to talk a little bit about St. Augustine and some ideas that he had around the loves and the passions that we have. We're going to talk about self-directed neuroplasticity. There's a tongue twister for you. We're going to talk a little bit about your brain and how it works and how it doesn't work. And we're going to use Psalm 37 as a tool to give you one idea that you could work on this month. And then we're going to do a couple of shout outs for some folks. And we're going to talk about one thing that I want you to do for me on social media or via email. And then we're going to do another important thing here on September 1st. We are going to change our minds, and we're going to change our lives. And Lisa's getting ready to tell us the best way to do that, my friend, is to start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith, and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it, and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is, you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done. If you'd like the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. All right. Thanks, Lisa. Listen, friend, 
There's a couple of things I want to do here. First one is a shout out to a listener named Polly Ackerman. Polly, thank you for writing in about the episode that I did on the Ten Commandments of Self-Brain Surgery. Polly said, hey, be praying about doing a Bible study around these ideas. And I'm going to do that. I have been thinking about it. We're going to do some episodes with some scripture and some deeper dives that somebody could turn into or you could turn into a personal Bible study on the Ten Commandments of Self-Brain Surgery. But those are going to evolve a little bit over time as I write this book, the, the next book, Past Hope is the First Dose. And once I'm ready to codify those where I know they're not going to change, then I'm going to give you a Bible study around them, okay? And if you're looking for a Bible study to do, there's already one for Hope is the First Dose on the Bible uh, app, the Bible.com, the Version app on your phone. There is a five-day Hope is the First Dose Bible study. I'll put the link in the show notes here. And by the way, when I say show notes, if you are using the Substack app, when you get the podcast email or if you go to the app and find it, then the notes, the, the text that's below the play box, that's the show notes. Okay, I always put what scripture we focused on. Often there's a link to a book or a video of a song that might be in the episode and that sort of thing. Those are the show notes. Some podcast providers like Apple don't have extensive notes, okay? But you can always go to Substack and find any notes that I have. And there's now a new feature on Substack where it's auto-generating a computer transcript for me. And I don't have to add. It's a whole other workflow that I can eliminate from my time. It's great because Substack's doing that for me. So most of the posts going forward, not the ones in the past, will have a transcript tab up at the top below the play button. There will be episode a transcript button that you can push and you'll be able to read the actual transcript of the episode if you don't want to listen to it or if you're looking for a particular passage or whatever. So that's helpful. So Substack has been really helpful. Also, we are, a couple of people sent in some screenshots of the fact that I'm right that some of the podcast providers have not been uploading the new episodes since August 13th. I've got Substack working on that. It's, it's, it's a been a frustrating thing. Spotify, for example, hasn't had a new episode since August 13th, even though there's been an episode every single day of August. I'm not in control of that, but Substack is working on it. So if you're not finding new episodes, it's funny that I'm saying that because if you're not, you're probably not hearing this. But you can always go to Substack. They are always there every day on Substack. You can go to drleewarren.substack.com and find the new episode, okay? All right, so that's enough of that. Shout out to Polly for the idea about the brains of the Bible study. Almost said brain study. Speaking of brain studies, we're going to talk about some of those today. And I want you just to get into this mode of thinking about testing it out, okay? If there's something that you feel like you need to be better at or you need to change or you need to not be as good at as you have been, drinking or overeating or inactivity or relationship problems or whatever, then this month you can test out the idea of what if you really gave it your best shot for 30 days, one day at a time. What if what would it look like 30 days from now if you really dug in and gave it? And here's the neuroscience perspective on this. What you're doing is what you're getting better at. We talked about that the other day. What you're doing is what you're getting better at. So if you're doing nothing, then you are wiring pathways in your brain that tell you that it's fun and it's engaging and it's valuable for you to do nothing and you're going to make it more automatic and there's going to be more inertia around doing something in any area. What you're doing, you're getting better at. And this is really a, a fun way of saying 
this idea of what we call directed neuroplasticity or self-directed neuroplasticity, some people say. My whole training time, went college, medical school, residency, all the way up to about 2004, we were teaching people, teaching people what we now know to be untrue, that we would teach people that you don't make new brain cells as an adult. And now we know, it's very clear, that you do make new brain cells and you make them every day. Certain parts of your brain make a lot of them every day. And those brain cells follow Hebb's law. Hebb's law is that neurons that fire together wire together, which means that in your brain, when there is a particular set of neural activities that occur frequently, they become locked together via synapses and they become more automated and it becomes easier for them to happen automatically the next time. What that means is if there's a particular thing that you do over and over, then your brain will encode that as a little program that can run without you having to think about it. Here's a good example. When you get in your car to drive to work, you probably, the first time you start a new job, for example, or you you change addresses on your company or you have to move to a new office, you have to engage with that drive very thoughtfully. Every turn, every move, every lane change you have to think about because it's new territory. But after you've made the same drive several times, I bet you that there are places that you drive every day, if you drive, or there's places that you walk through your house every day, that you don't even think about the fact that you were in the car when you get there. You don't even remember the turns, the stops, the lane changes, the guy that cut you off. You don't even think about it because your brain has so automated the things that you need to do to make that drive happen that you're able to use some of your attention on something else. You're listening to music. You're listening to the Dr. Lee Warren podcast. You're you know worrying about what's going to happen when you get to the office, but you're not thinking about driving. And that's because what you're doing, you're getting better at. Those neurons are following Hebb's laws and they're wiring in synapses that take less brain less brain metabolic resource and activity for you to pull off so that you can divert those resources to something else. Okay, That's a good thing, self-directed neuroplasticity. You can automate certain things, okay? So what you're doing, you're getting better at. If you're making the same drive every day, you're getting better at making the same drive, okay? But here's the bottom line on this. You can shape your brain to think certain ways or engage in certain activities. And if you don't purposefully shape it, if you don't take charge of that self-directed neuroplasticity ability that God gave you, or that evolution gave you, if you want to think of it that way. I don't think of it that way. (laughs) We'll talk more about that later. But if if, if you want to think about it, you have the ability in your brain to direct what those new cells do and how those synapses form. You can break old synapses and make new ones, but it takes effort. And the bottom line and the hard truth is, my friend, that you can either shape your brain or your brain will be shaped for you. Because guess what else makes synapses? Feelings, reactions to external stimuli, experiences in the past and in the future have the ability to create new synapses. And you can begin to believe that the behaviors that you're experiencing are inevitable and they are, quote, that's just how I am. The truth is, you can be in charge of that. I want you to think about a string of dominoes lined up. Have you ever seen that where you push a domino over and it hits the next one and that hits the next one? You can make some intricate things happen with dominoes falling. On September, I want you to start being the first domino instead of one in the long chain of them. You don't have to be pushed around 
by the circumstances and events and other people in your life. You can be the first domino, and you can decide to take charge of what's happening in your own brain. And by the way, nobody's coming to fix your brain for you, okay? If you're struggling, if you're frustrated with how you think and feel all the time, nobody's coming to change that. The Holy Spirit can guide you, but you've got to pick up the knife and be the self-brain surgeon. I'm not saying stick a knife in your own brain. It's a metaphor, okay, friend? <laughs> if you're new around here, self-brain surgery metaphor, but it's really not a metaphor because you literally can change the structure and behavior of your brain by changing how you think and directing those new nerve cells every day to wire into your brain in a healthier way. So you are in charge. Now let's go to Augustine for a minute. St. Augustine of Hippo, the 4th century philosopher, who said that our big problem is that we get out-of-ordered desires and loves. We get our things that we want out of order. We think that we need this experience or this person or this amount of money or this thing to make us happy. And what we really need is God. What we really need is purpose and meaning. And then all those other things... Come along. We delight ourselves in the Lord. He will give us the desires of our heart. That's what we really need. So Augustine said we will practice our way into idolatry or we will practice our way into freedom. And I just want you to know here on September 1st, my friend, that Jesus said in John eight thirty six that what the Son sets free is free indeed. And if you've looked at your life and you've said, hey, I'm free to make all these decisions and I can do what I want with my own body and I can find my own truth and I can follow my own heart and all that stuff. And if you've done that, and you can, you can do that. But if you have, and if you are here listening to me, then there must be some aspect of your life that's saying in your heart, that freedom doesn't make me feel very free. Yes, I've had the freedom to pursue these things. Yes, I've had the freedom to think and behave the way I want to. But it hasn't made me feel free. Jesus says, when I set you free, you're going to be free indeed. Paul said in Galatians 5.1, It's for the sake of freedom that Christ set you free. And therefore, don't be burdened again with the yoke of bondage. So Paul said, Jesus came here to set you free. He said in John 10, 10, he came here to give you an abundant life in contrast to what the thief is here to do, which is to steal, kill, and destroy. So September 1st, why not test out the idea that if you pursue changing your brain by diligently expanding the things that you think about to being better things, to changing aggressively negative thought patterns that come in, to taking activities that you've been doing that haven't produced freedom and haven't produced health and haven't produced happiness for you and saying for the next month, I'm going to get better at doing something different than that. Where would you land? I would say one good example is if you're a person who rolls out of bed in the morning and immediately gets on your email or immediately opens up Instagram or immediately turns on the television, there's an opportunity for you. The first thing in the morning it's a great time for you to pour a cup of coffee or make a cup of tea or whatever you do in the morning. If you don't have a beverage, that's fine. But sit down and meditate for a few minutes on what your spirit is trying to tell you and listen for God to open up and reveal himself to you. And get in the Word. Get in Psalm 37 and plow through it every day. It's not very long, okay? Psalm 37 is, I'm pulling it up right now, 40 verses, okay? Okay. 
40 verses, and I'm telling you, it's full of stuff that will change your life if you let it. Get yourself two highlighters. Get yourself a red and a green highlighter and engage in this practice of a type of Bible study that I'll call red light, green light. And every time it says something like do not or stop, then red light that. Put a red highlight on it. So in Psalm 37, 1, for example, do not fret because of those who are evil. Fret not yourself, other verses say. And put a red highlight on that. And that'll give you a visual clue that you can start making a synapse around. Okay, the Bible is telling me that I shouldn't envy people when they're doing wrong things. I shouldn't say, why do those guys get this and I don't get that? And I try to do better than they do. And they end up better off than I am. Stop thinking that way, he says, because it only tends towards evil. Don't fret when people succeed in their ways. Don't fret when evil people carry out their wicked schemes. And, and highlight that. And then when it says to do something, like trust in the Lord and do good, take delight in the Lord, commit your way to the Lord, be still before the Lord, then green light that. Put a green highlight on it. And then over time, if you do that every day, let's just take one chapter and read it every day for 30 days. I guarantee you, that two things are going to happen. One, you're going to start commanding the first part of your day better, and that's going to get your brain in a better space to engage in the rest of the things that you have to do. Because instead of getting into email and letting other people set your agenda and the things that you think about for you, or instead of getting into Instagram and letting somebody put something in front of you that makes you jealous or makes you frustrated with your own life or makes you not feel like you can achieve the same things that they've achieved, then instead of doing that, take that first part of the day and direct your brain to the things that are going to help you think better. You're going to start making some better synapses. The other thing it's going to do is it's going to form some prehab in your heart and in your brain, and you're going to start feeling and remembering those thoughts when you encounter a challenge, when you encounter the miniature massive things that come along every day or a real massive thing like a bad diagnosis or a breakup or a financial strain or somebody dies around you. You're going to remember these verses. are going to come back and help you when you're hurting, Okay. You're going to be still before the Lord and remember that He's going to be there to help you, okay? Do those two things. Take command of your morning and then start trying to be that first domino. Say, I'm going to be the domino effect for my life instead of being the 25th domino in line and everything's plowing me over every day and I'm just in react mode all the time. It's time for you to get some rest. It's time for you to take command of your own brain. It's time for you to remember that what you're doing, you're getting better at. It's time to shape your brain so that the world stops shaping it. It's time to really fully engage with Romans 12, too, and say, don't be conformed anymore, but transform yourself through the renewing of your mind and start testing and approving the things that you think about and the things you engage in. Because God says, I have a good, pleasing, and perfect will for you that I want to set you free in a way that really leaves you free. I want to give you water to drink that quenches your thirst and you stop saying, yeah, I engaged with all that freedom I had and it left me hungrier and thirstier and more tired and more frustrated than I was when I began. You can see that in all kinds of stories, celebrities and athletes that have the entire world and all kinds of money and fame and everything, and they end up committing suicide or becoming drug addicts because that freedom that they had to pursue, all those things that the enemy dangled before them didn't actually make them free and didn't actually make them happy and didn't actually make them healthy or successful. And so the question for you and me 
is not when will we finally get the things we want. It's to remember what Augustine said and what he said, reorder the things you desire and you'll start being more fulfilled. You'll start being happier. You'll start being healthier. Remember James hits right where Augustine was going. James is talking about what causes quarrels and causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You don't have because you don't ask. You ask and don't receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions, James 4, 1 through 3. James is saying that what makes you miserable is not your circumstances, but it's that you're chasing after the wrong stuff for the wrong reasons. And Augustine sort of put all that together in a way to say, the things that you love are not in the right order. And if you found yourself here on the, the beginning of September and you're saying, this is resonating with some part of my heart where I've been chasing after things and they just haven't fulfilled me and it's time to make a change, James is saying what makes you miserable is not really your circumstance. We blame it on that. It's really that you've been chasing after the wrong stuff. That's the problem. And so it's time, my friend, to get things back in order. If you get disordered loves, it's time to reorder them, to find some better things, to test and approve things instead of just blindly accepting them. And it's time to start testing out the idea that if you really try something every day, that you can change the order of the dominoes that are falling around you and you can be the first one. And you can direct what happens, and you can take command of your self-directed neuroplasticity, and you can start making your brain work on your behalf instead of letting the world shape it and making it work against you. And all of us know that feeling, don't we? We do. Now, here's something I want you to do for me. Take a piece of paper or a note card and write something down that you're going to do this month and Hold it up and take a picture and put it on social media and commit to it and tag me and Lisa at Dr. Lee Warren, at Lisa D. Warren on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm putting it out there. This is me. This is me taking charge of my brain so that my brain doesn't take charge of me anymore. For me, I'm going to be purposeful about changing my mind in September. I'm going to be purposeful about changing my mind. In September, I'm going to take command of Heaven's Law. I'm going to make my neurons fire together in a healthier way so they will wire together in a healthier way. And I will end up becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier because I chose to change my life, to let God transform my life and renew my mind and help me become a better self-brain surgeon. That's what I'm going to do in September. What about you, my friend? Are you ready to change your mind? Are you ready to change your life? Because it's time. It's go time. It's time to get after it. And it's time to start today. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.